0: When it's 3 p.m., Jess and Renee both want an afternoon treat. So they go to McDonald's for icy, cool frozen drinks and Minute Maid slushies. Only Jess's favorite is frozen Coke, while Renee's is pink lemonade slushy. But it's cool. They respect each other's choice. It's not just a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Make your summer pop with a
1: Minute Maid slushie, frozen Coke, or frozen Fanta, like Wild Cherry and Blue Raspberry, starting at $1.59. Prices and participation may vary limited time only. back.
2: to the Lunacy Podcast, brought to you by Roughneck Scars and Golden Gift Gold Bull Press. My name is Tony. I'm here with David, David Sterling. I'm Tony Pervenanzi. We are coming to you today from Tom and Jan's garage, my in-laws. Uh, we decided to do a podcast over here because uh, Tom was one of our first uh, fans who listened to the podcast. Even though he does not like soccer at all, uh, he still listens. So I'm over Tom, here, by the way, yeah. So Tom's here with us. Um, Dave Stevens, again on assignment, somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere. We don't even know where he's at. He's in the Outback of Australia somewhere. Yeah. We have no idea. So he'll be back on the next pod. Uh, He should be back on the next pod, I would think. I think the plan is for him to be back.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I mean, you know.
0: And then Uh, then the next pod will be an interesting one because it'll be – Yeah. Kind of a weird transition to the Madison trip. Yeah,
2: so we... um, And this might change depending on our moods, but our next podcast will not be in two weeks. It'll be in three weeks. It'll be from Madison. Um, If something crazy happens, we might do a podcast the weekend before, but as of right now, we won't. So that'll be the next podcast. Uh, We're not in a brewery today, but of course we are drinking local beers. Yes. And uh, I've got from Omni... Omni. We've been there numerous times. The first time we did a podcast of Brewery was Omni. Their new malt shop, uh, Milkshake IPA, Blueberry Pineapple. Now, I've had their previous one, and it was tasty. This one, a little bit too sweet for my tastes on the Milkshake IPA, but still a good
0: Milkshake IPA. I, I could see that. With citrus fruits, mm-hmm. you get a little, there's a little bit of sugar in those things. hmm Yeah. Uh, and you've got uh, what is it? Broken broken, broken clock? clock. Yeah. Um, I've, this is the first beer I've ever had of theirs. Oh. Um, it's the unstable unicorn, <laughs> which is a blonde ale. Nice. And uh, it's a it's a really pretty smooth drinker. Nice. Uh, 52 percent alcohol. Oh, that's not bad. It's a it's a good beer to have after a night of bonfire whiskey. Well, more beer.
2: And you and I talked about this. Uh, there was a game last night, which we're going to talk about with Houston. I was over here for a barbecue over at Tom and Jan's house for a barbecue. I was ready to go home and watch the game. As we we're leaving, the neighbors next door sent a picture to us and said, "Hey, bonfire, come on over." I said, "Nope, I got to watch the game." So everybody went to the bonfire. I watched the first half of the game. I said, "Well, maybe I'll go out just for the half." Well, the half turned into. The whole time out there. You're right, yeah. So I really didn't watch the second half. I got like kind of glimpses of it, but I wasn't watching the second half and you know, like we'll talk about they did come away with a victory. So and you went to the game yesterday. I did, yeah. And then decided after the game that you would go to a bonfire.
0: Right. You know, it's it's impossible when I have to drive past my neighbor's house mm-hmm. to pull into my driveway and there's a fire there. Yeah. So I went inside, poured myself a glass of whiskey walked over to the fire, and I said, well, I'm going to be here until this glass is empty. (laughs) And that turned into another neighbor getting me some Jack Daniels. Because I was like, well, it emptied. And I'm like, if I go back inside, I'm not coming back. (laughs) So they got up and took the glass to Mm. their house, Mm. got some Jack Daniels in it, uh, and then brought it back. So then Ah. it turned into a glass of Jack Daniels and it turned into a... you know, So it was a Glass bourbon, glass Daniels. Then it was a beer that I don't remember what it was. Actually, I
2: wouldn't expect you to remember it after a couple of Jack Daniels and some bourbon. It was. Was it something good
0: like Miller Lite? No, <laughs> <laughs> it was not Miller Lite. It, it, it was good, and I, but what, I cannot for the life of me remember what it was. <laughs> well, probably, that's weird. That'd be good. You don't remember what it was? Yeah, and then uh, then it turned into another glass Jack. Mm-hmm. And then it was one thirty, and I said, "No, I got to get going." Yeah. And then it was, well, I can't just go to bed after having three glasses of whiskey and mm-hmm. beer, and so then it was me standing in the kitchen eating a chips and old home dip <laughs> <laughs> until like two a.m. Sounds
2: like me. Yeah. Jeez, I've done that before.
0: And then it was two a.m. going to bed and watching an episode of Modern Family. Oh, and sure. Then watching a second episode. So, I actually, it was like 2.45 by the time I went to bed. Good lord. Yeah.
2: Well, we're both here now. We drank last night. Both of us pretty heavily, I think. So, let's... We're going to talk about some of the last games. We have to talk about Chicago a little bit because we did the podcast last time before the game. We were super pumped for the game. We were... I was very... uh, I thought we were going to have a big win. Right, yeah. And we went in that game. A, it was cold. Yes. It was rainy. Yes. Chicago Stadium sucks.
0: Yes, there was no one there. There was
2: nobody there. And so we go into this game and we just laid an egg. Yeah. I mean, we looked terrible.
0: It, I I still, I maintain it was the worst game we've had all season. Yeah. Even was, worse than the, the Toronto game that we mm-hmm. lost 4-3. Yeah, I, I think it was a terrible game
2: and Calvo uh played uh like the little uh ass hat that he is. Yeah. Uh, kind of got into it with some guys, got into it DQ a little bit. Yeah. You could yeah. tell there was
0: some animosity mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was it was a bad game and it, you know I when I named our podcast episode, I said that I think I said it was mistakes. Yes. Because we were all wrong. We were terribly wrong. I mean, I was partially referencing the fact that I could not for the life of me get the goal scorer from Seattle correct. It was Christian Roldan. <laughs> not, um, Liz, you know, but, you know, it was the it was the picks, too. I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. said that. I think all of us agreed that Calvo wasn't going to make it the whole game. Yeah, yeah. And then we all agreed that it was going to be a win. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be a big win. So we were wrong on every single thing. Every, every level. Including our guests. They were all wrong. Yeah,
2: everybody's wrong. Yeah. Uh, although the um, Calvo talk with Jen was hilarious. Right, I mean yes. was, That was fun.
0: And, it, you know, the old spice.
2: The old spice. I We have to get her back in the pot again to talk about other players that she thinks smell good.
0: Right, yeah. It's a little creepy in
2: a way. <laughs> so we lost. Uh, we're not going to get into the, the formalities of it. It was a bad game all around. Yeah. It was cold. I will say, um, a couple points about... The stadium in general, a it's in a bad location, right? And I'm glad they're moving to technically Soldier Field next year, right? Uh, what surprised me about that area though is they were trying they're trying to build that area up. Yes, there's a hotel going right next to the damn place. Yep, and it's and now yeah. it's like they're leaving.
0: Yeah, you have to wonder. Sixty five million dollar buyout. You have to think that some of that money's probably going to the the developers that yeah started doing stuff.
2: At least trying. Yeah. I mean, that's the key. But when we drove down there and I saw that hotel, I was like, that's not good. Yeah. I mean, if, there was, if, if they were still there, I'd stay in that hotel. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I'd be Without there. Doubt. That'd be great. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is the, and they're leaving this stadium, so it's not going to matter next time we go. But the Uber situation out of that stadium is a mess. Nels and I and Dave Stevens want to get an Uber back downtown. We called the Uber. We were told by four different security guards, four separate areas to go to an Uber. <laughs> and the second security guard told us, well, you're supposed to go over here, but Uber doesn't know this. They're supposed to know it, but they don't. Okay. So we ended up walking around in this area, and da 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 and all this other crap, and then we ended up at this gas station in the corner, and finally our Uber guy found us, and he's like, yeah, I tried to get in here, I couldn't get in here, I couldn't get over here. He's like, this is just a nightmare. I said, "Well, if I'd known it was gonna be a nightmare, we would have walked like two blocks oh, away." Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Even though it's not the best
0: neighborhood, I was gonna say it might not be
2: the yeah. best idea. And but. and get an Uber from there, but it took us like half an hour to get to our Uber cab. It was ridiculous, Just... and of course, it was cold. And it, it was, was damp. Yeah, we didn't damp, yeah. we didn't feel great. It'd been a long weekend. Nels and I, both of our bodies were like shutting down. Stevens was still. I want to do stuff, and he did. had I get back, he went and. Did stuff to like two o'clock in the morning. Did he really? He did. Good God. Me and Nels went to bed. We're like, we're we're done.
0: done. Yeah, I parked myself at the hotel bar and see. That's it. We should have come back with you to the hotel bar. Yeah, and then got an Uber after a drink.
2: That would have been fine. But we were all. eh, But uh, I will say the uh, the flight home was uh, was great. Uh, You know, it was uh, very uh, got through security really fast. Got to I mean the flight. I'll say this. I've been to Chicago numerous times driving. I will never drive again. I mean, the flights in and out are so much easier than sitting in a car for seven sure. or eight hours. I mean, that's just, for me, it's, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, I might be with you on that. I know, I mean, I guess I don't really have reasons to go to Chicago other than Minnesota matches. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, six and a half hours. You, mm-hmm. I mean, I hit rush. hour. I mean, I guess rush hour on a Sunday. Yeah, rush hour Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then, of course, Wisconsin is perpetual construction. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it was just constant slow down, speed up. Mm-hmm. Then there was a section right, I don't know what it was, southeast of Eau Claire that was. It was literally dead stopped. Yeah. And we had to do detours if you were smart enough to do it. And, yeah, it, it, was, it was a little rough. But, you know, one thing that happened to me, I was in the supporter section. Yeah. And they always hold the supporters back, uh, the away supporters back. Sure, sure. Uh, just in case, you know, some mm-hmm. kerfuffle happens. Mm-hmm. Well, so we got held back like a half an hour. Which is only supposed to be 15 minutes. Yeah. And again, it was cold. It was damp. Yeah. We're standing on concrete. Mm-hmm. We can't move. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just terrible. Yeah. It was we awful.
2: Had, we had no problems in our front row seats. I'm sure. Which, which were nice. But uh, it was funny because we could hear you guys up top chanting. And they had the kids out before the game. You know, the kids out. And the kids, when you guys were chanting, were looking up there because they could hear you guys. And like lot of kids were like, shut up! Shut up! United sucks! Shut up! I'm like, they can hear you on the field? That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, we we were getting heckled by those oh, kids. I'm sure, you were. <laughs> on the way into the stadium. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, we're getting heckled by, you know, like 12 year olds. That's Chicago, though. Yeah. That's Chicago. Was- um,
2: so I think Chicago, we were done with that. It was a great weekend. We had fun. Yeah. We did some, we, like I said, we had a Cubs game. We had a good time there, drank a lot. Yeah. You know, it was
0: a great time. I but drank less than you guys. I know you did. Significantly yeah, less. Yes.
2: and uh, you saw the full force of what we get into yes. on that Thursday night. Uh, but, uh, so that was fun, uh, but let's move on. The next game was, was it Herta? A, was it Herta? or did we have another game before that?
0: No, it was.
2: Are you wait, sure? Yeah, I think we had, uh, didn't we have, did was, we have, was it Herta? or was it Columbus? Columbus. Oh yeah, we did Last have Columbus. Last Saturday, Columbus. Yeah. <laughs> Sterling, you know, you're starting to have the yips a little bit.
0: I, I am. I mean, I
2: don't know what's going on with you, but you're having the yips. Uh, so we yes, had... we won. We won, yes. <laughs> and that was uh, last
0: Saturday. Ethan Finley had the winning goal. He had
2: the winning goal, yep. And that was Only the... Only goal. That was... was That That was here, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't... That was the game where you didn't go to that game?
0: I didn't go because it was shitty because weather. Because it was
2: shitty weather. Yeah. I thought about going because the tickets were so cheap... Because it was shitty weather. Right. Uh, Johnny went with his kid.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They showed up at
2: DC at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. For a 7 o'clock game. I'm like, dude, what are you doing four hours before the game? I mean, come on, dude. But uh, yeah, it was. uh, Finley got the goal. Uh, I don't really have a lot of notes from that game. I really. Yeah,
0: and now that you mention it, I completely forgot to pull up my notes for that game. Yeah. It was. Um, I mean it was a good game mm-hmm. uh you know, I thought we were well organized in defense mm-hmm. um, which we have been, and, and I have notes on to talk about that a little bit later yeah um you know it's it's good to see I thought the um the movement of Miguel to left back mm-hmm. uh made some sense they were having issue they noticed that that was an issue in Chicago where. Romaine was getting overpowered on the right yep. and it, people were starting to key on him because he's the best right back in the league in my mm-hmm. opinion and it, they didn't have any answer in in Miller yeah not, no, no offense to Miller he's no. just not an attacking player he's not no. and so they just we became very one-sided and we got shut down mm-hmm. and so Columbus he th- decided to move Miguel over to left back uh it allowed us to push forward a little bit more on the left side. For one game though. It's, and we'll talk about that when we talk about last night's game because things... Totally right, good. I have a feeling that will change, yes. Yeah. Um, and, it. you know, I thought that balanced our attack a bit. We were, mm-hmm. were still even, as we talked about last night's game, we're still a little dependent on Romaine. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which is understandable, but uh, I think... That tactical change yeah. against Columbus was good. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot to say. We Our defense was very good. They didn't have a lot of excellent chances. Um, our attack was... You know, we had a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah, we did. Uh, which has been the name of the game since... Really, since the New York City game. Yeah, we've...
2: Uh, every game since the New York City game, we've had multiple chances that we've missed... And even into last night's game, multiple chances we missed in last night's game as well against a very good defense last night. Um, But we beat Columbus. I don't know if we really want to go into much detail about Columbus. I mean, Finley scored the goal.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's the nice thing for him is that his first goal since being Mm -hmm. injured with his ACL Mm -hmm. is his first goal against his old team. Yep. Yep. Uh, So that was. Probably a little fitting that he got to score yeah. against them.
2: But the big thing I want to talk about in that game was the fact that we came out of the Chicago game on a really low note and we turned it around, beat Columbus one nil. Yeah. And kind of re established ourselves as a good team.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that Chicago match is is such a such a crazy game because really Chicago was Probably pretty evenly matched with us. Yeah. But it was still kind of one of those, we should have beat them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, add in the Calvo drama. Yep. And it, that was a crazy low note. Yeah. It was,
2: um, it was very, it was the biggest downer of the year so far. Yeah. For me. I probably for you too. Yeah. Um, seeing that game and like it's, what we talked about, it all just added into it. We were there. It was cold. It was rainy. They lost.
0: That's yeah. that. Yeah. And so Columbus was a good recovery. Yeah, it was, it was a great recovery yeah.
2: for us. Um, I guess there's really nothing else I want to talk about Columbus. Do you have anything else?
0: I don't think so. No, I mean.
2: So we yeah. beat Columbus. Then we have a midweek matchup with Hertha Berlin.
0: It's Hertha. Hertha.
2: Hertha. Hertha. Sorry. I always say Hertha, but Hertha.
0: I, John might get mad at you.
2: He probably will. Now he's going he's gonna, to you know, text me as soon as he listens to the podcast it's Hertha.
0: Yeah, because no, I'm probably saying it wrong, too. I'm pretty sure it's hair tough.
2: But, yeah. So we get a we get a midweek match with these guys. Um, their season ended over in Europe.
0: Yeah.
2: So they are doing kind of a tour of – they they had us.
0: and uh, then they're, Madison. And then Madison,
2: they're doing Chicago, I think, aren't they? I think, yes, yeah, somebody yeah. down that area. Yeah. yeah, so they're doing kind of a little tour of us, trying to get some people to watch their league yeah. and watch them, which is cool.
0: And, it, you know, the the thing is, is I pointed this out, actually – right before the game in our text thread, was that it's the anniversary of the Berlin Wall coming down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why they did this tour, oh, was cool, to, okay. to actually just kind of, do that. hey, whole... it's been 30 years. 30 years, yeah. yeah. Let's come to the United States. And... Yeah.
2: So we go into this game, and of course we realize that they're going to play a lot of reserves. Not many regulars are going to play at all. We get St. Clair and Goal, which I was very excited about.
0: Yeah, it was nice to see him.
2: Uh, we get Toy came up. Yep. He played. Uh, Dotson I,
0: got the start. Dotson
2: did. Um, uh,
0: Olmsburg got the start.
2: start. Um, i trying to think. Who else did we have that was kind
0: of... Uh, um, oh, Colin Martin got Colin the start. Colin Martin,
2: yep. So we got... All, all these guys kind of got into this game because it was a friendly. Right. You know, So we were hoping that would be kind of a... <laughs> one-to-one match or a zero-zero yeah, match because yeah. it was really if you watch the game, I mean you could tell it was friendly because they weren't playing at 100%. It was more of a 75%. Right, yeah. Of, don't get injured. Don't do anything stupid. Just play the
0: basic game.
2: And it pretty much that's what it was. Right. There was not a lot of craziness involved. Yeah,
0: you know, and the one thing that I really liked was that um Herta actually played, I would say, it wasn't A squad, but it was like a B plus. B-plus squad, yeah. yeah. So it was nice to at least, you know, obviously they're probably playing, like you said, at 75%. Yeah. So it was probably kind of a B. <laughs> a yep. B-plus squad playing at a B. Yeah. But um, it was nice to see us go against, a, you know, a mid-table Bundesliga team. Yeah. That, um, you know, actually decided to attempt to... Be a decent, friendly. Mm-hmm.
2: And you guys, you you were there. Uh, Johnny was there. Yep. Uh, you talked. You or Johnny talked to some German uh, fans. Um, I think he did. He did. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of German fans. There were there. a lot of. There German were. Fans. Yeah. Which and in was fact,
0: crazy. I made an inappropriate comment about that, um, which I'm not going to repeat. Yeah. Uh, but there were a lot of German speaking, yeah, uh, individuals there. Yeah.
2: Which it's surprising to me. Well, I guess it's not surprising. We have a big German. Uh, Population around here, mm-hmm. German heritage, but I'm wondering how many people actually like flew in for this yeah, game. Yeah, you know,
0: I don't know. I know that Heritage has a uh, U.S. supporters group in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of travelers that came up from Kansas City. Okay, um, I think they brought a bus. Oh, nice. Um, so I don't, I'm not sure. They all sat together. You know, they had some banners, they had some mm-hmm. flags. There were a lot of blue and white. I you know honestly I bet there were I don't know three four hundred maybe yeah I mean it's it was good. it was pretty impressive good um it was it was a good it was a good opportunity to to showcase something that we haven't seen here yeah I mean we've had English championship teams yep uh, well wait Swansea I think was in the Swansea Premier League when they Premier came Premier League yep they were um, and then, you know, we've had some Liga MX teams mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. So it was cool to see a Bundesliga team. I mean, I would have preferred to see Bayern. Yeah. I mean, Allianz Arena, Allianz mm-hmm. Field. You'd think they'd be nice. figure that one out at some point.
2: Um, do you, and I'm going to put this on the podcast, and then Johnny's going to text me about this one, too. Is Do you realize that that uh, Berlin team plays in was it Olympic Stadium?
0: Yes, yes.
2: And the uh, 2006 World Cup Final was played there. Oh. And who won that World Cup uh two thousand six World Cup final?
0: I think it was someone other than Germany. It was the Italians yes. who won that
2: one. So that's that was when I saw that I said, Oh, look at that. That's who
0: was nice. in goal in
2: that game? It was uh what's his nuts? It was the uh it was uh, Italian goalie uh Buffon. Buffon, yeah. It was And it, I would
0: imagine that Germany's goalie would have been um I, I'm not gonna say his name because I said it once and John laughed at me. Yeah. yeah. It's newer Nower? Nower. yeah, nower. Yeah, yeah. So he should he should appreciate that reference. Well he does, yeah. yeah. Sure.
2: He'll give me shit about it. Um but it was nice to see the kids uh out there playing in a friendly. Yeah. And that game, uh from Dotson, fed into last night's
0: game. Yeah, I I would say in my opinion, that game is why he got the start last yeah. night. So let's uh, let's talk about last night's game uh, because
2: Dotson gets the start yeah. because of his play in the Berlin game.
0: Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I think Dave mentioned on our text mm-hmm. that... Well, I mentioned that Miller wasn't on the injury report, mm-hmm. but then Dave mentioned that Miller wasn't even on, on the bench, bench yeah. at all. And it, I hadn't noticed that, and I think... Yeah, there might be something to that as far as injury goes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not quite as um, required as the NFL is for I don't, injury I reports. I don't think it is. Uh, but, so yeah, Dotson got the start. Uh, yeah. Heath was a little bit more offensive than what I thought he would be. He was. Uh, uh, moving Ibarra up.
2: We did. We, we had kind of talked uh, earlier in the day. Uh, Stevens made a bet on the game yes. down in Australia. Right And actually, his bet, is bet 2-1. to one. Right. It ended up being 1-0. Yeah. It was close. But uh, Dotson getting the start. No Miller, no Molino.
0: Right, because we don't know what happened to him.
2: We don't know what happened to him, but he wasn't on an injury report. Right. So it makes me think that if you're not on an injury report, then it's it can still be an injury, but it's not an Bad injury, maybe? Maybe, yeah. It's just like a strain or something that you're kind of I mean, it off. was just a
0: hammy. And it, yeah. I guess we can mention that he obviously went out in yes. the to game. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I would have suspected he would have gotten a start if he was healthy. Yeah. But,
2: but so, you don't have those two guys. And then Ike was on the bench. Right. Which I found interesting. Because yeah. uh, uh, Boxlow got the start.
0: And, uh, you know, I think... There are a few people that on Twitter that I saw, I think, trying to get at Heath as making a stupid decision. Mm-hmm. But I think it had to do with the fact that, you know, he didn't, he hadn't played, mm-hmm. what, two games now, right? Yeah, it has been a while. So it was, he's probably healthy, mm-hmm. but he's not 90 minutes healthy. Sure. So we'll put him on the bench and if it's absolutely necessary we'll bring him in. Okay. Which we saw last night toward the end of the game we were yeah. nursing the 1-0 lead yeah. and they brought Ike yeah, in as did. a replacement for someone I don't remember who. That wasn't It, it was, was offensive. Okay. All right. Um I should know this. This is where Dave comes in. This is where Dave comes in because he's got his um,
2: iPad and doing something.
0: Yeah, so it's you know I I think that's what it was. I don't okay. think it Heath was making any stupid decision. It was, look, he hasn't played for a while. He hasn't sure. been in match fitness for a while, so let's sure. use him if we have to. So on the
2: back line last night, we had uh, Metnair, we had uh, Boxel, Kalman, and then our buddy, our rookie guy. Hassani Dotson. Yes. Hassani Dotson. So we had a back line like that. And when I saw the lineup, I thought to myself, Interesting, they got Dotson in there, but without Aikapara, how good is our defense going to be? Right. You know, is it going to be as good as it has been lately? Right. We're changing things up here, but they came out yesterday in the first half of the game. Their defense looked solid. Yeah. And Dotson made some great plays in the box, getting the ball out. Yeah. There was a couple of plays where he kicked the ball, he pretty much cleared it, and I'm going, this is the type of play that veterans make, not rookies. But like we talked about for the podcast, in the beginning of the game, he was getting up a little too far on his side.
0: Yeah, you know, if there was anything that I had to pick out as a negative about his play, was his positioning was a bit sketchy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it it reminded me a bit of Kelvo, actually. Yes. Uh, but you know, I think he was he was good. He was good at recovering. He was mm-hmm. good at getting back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it didn't seem like Houston was really favoring his side anyway. And it, you know, he had good help from Miguel. He did. Uh, you know, in the, it was a 4 2, 3, 1, so Miguel was doing really well at tracking mm-hmm. back on that left side. And and
2: to go into that, there were a couple times on the broadcast where they showed him and Miguel chatting together. Mm. And that's what was, I, I like that. I like the fact that Miguel was kind of telling him, hey, here's what you got to do, here's that. Yeah. And as a rookie, I hopefully he was listening to what Miguel was right. saying to yeah. him. And uh, that's one of the key things for a young kid like that is to listen to the guys who have been there before. Exactly. Yeah. There are some rookies come in who say, "F you, I don't want to listen to you. I'll do my own thing." I think this kid is going to be better because he listens to the veterans on this team.
0: And you know, it would be good if he was because we kind of swung and missed on our draft picks mm-hmm. uh, in major major league soccer. Era. Not this year, though. It's possible we haven't. Yeah, I mean, and it, to that point, kind of backtracking to the heritage game. Mm-hmm. You know, Saint Clair looked very good. He looked great, um, and he was on the bench uh, last night. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, I think, uh, but back to Dotson. I think that he was impressive. I, mean, was, I really, really liked him.
2: It was his first start, right? Yep. So I think a little bit of that was nerves. Yeah, you know, he got to start in the friendly, but the friendly is friendly. It's right. not, it's not MLS.
0: And I would point out in the friendly, he mm-hmm. was playing Solomon Kalou, who, mm-hmm. I mean, my God, he's played for Chelsea, he's played for mm-hmm. Lille, he's played played for Hertha. Um, he's won the Champions League, mm-hmm. he's won the Premier League, he's won multiple FA Cups. I mean, sure, he's older now, yeah, but still, he handled Kalou very well. He did. And, and he handled Houston very well.
2: And he had, yeah, exactly right. Um, so we had the, that back line. We had pretty much the same kind of midfield and forward lines that we've had before. Yeah, I'd say so. No Molino, but we had yeah. a, a Ike out there, and or not Ike, a, a, Darwin. A no, Abara. A oh, Abara. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and, and we, we had, had Darwin. And Darwin, we had and Finley. Finley out there. Yeah. Uh, no Schuler, which was nice because I didn't. Want yeah, him.
0: you know, and I think I. I think I had mentioned that more yesterday morning that mm-hmm. I thought Schuler would be in there because Heath would be a little bit more defensive, mm-hmm. um, and so I am impressed with the fact that he decided to use a bar instead.
2: And so we go into this game, and we're talking, we're uh, texting back and forth about what our scores are going to be. Uh, and you brought the fact that you know Houston's a very defensive team. Yeah, So scoring more One's than the best. one goal against them is tough. Yeah. We had opportunities yesterday to score, at least I think three goals. Well,
0: what was that? The eighth minute, Darwin, yeah, Darwin hit the had wood. Darwin
2: had that, yeah, hit the crossbar.
0: Yeah, um, we had. I don't know how many shots on goal. I think it was five, four shots on goal.
2: And there was a. I'm trying to think. There was one shot that uh, midfielder. The midfielder. What's his name? Uh, Tall like white guy. Why am I missing his name though? The midfield. Oh, Gregus. Gregus. One shot that he uh, he could have buried it,
0: and he totally miskicked the damn ball. Oh, over yeah. To yeah. the left. I'm going. Dude. Yeah, that was. We were laughing up in my section. Oh,
2: Gregus. <laughs> dude. That's another guy I want to talk about, too, is Gregus. Last night, he played midfield great, and he did all the things you need to do to kind of keep the ball moving. That's what yeah. he was doing yeah. last night. And I love to watch a guy play like that, you know, because that's what your deal is. As a midfielder, you've got to just keep the ball kind of rotating and kind of do your thing, and he was doing a great job last night. Except for that missed kick.
0: Right. He had a fantastic game. You're going to have those.
2: Well, and he's got that, like, knuckle uh, kick that he does, and I think that's what he's setting up for.
0: Missed
1: kick? Did the Vikings have one of their kicks? No, No.
2: it wasn't Gary Anderson, Tom. (laughs) It was uh, Jan Gregis. I see. But, uh, no. But it was. uh, Still Scandinavian. He is. He is Scandinavian. That's right. That's right. Uh, but they end up. The first half, they score a goal. Let's talk about the air
0: Yeah, you, and it looks like it looks like they actually gave it to him. They did. It was a question about whether it would be an own goal or not.
2: Well, in watching it on TV, um, I thought it was going to be a, a kind of a lob into the box. And I think what happened was he kicked it, and the defender got a piece of it. Yeah. So it redirected it. In the corner of the yeah, goal yeah and I'm going well that's a that's a goal by him that's not a that's not an own goal yeah because he kicked it first and they kind of you right. know it was the
0: same type of yeah yeah you know and I I I posted on Twitter in our account of whether it was a, sh- a pass mm-hmm. or a shot and it, with the redirection you have to think it was probably a pass it was a pass yeah uh, but you know what? Who cares? It, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Cuz Angelo really? was Angelo was right there. He was in front of the net. Yeah, it, it was So I think be... he was
2: trying to get it to Angelo yeah. and uh it just happened to get deflected and went
0: in. And that's one of those, you know, I think it's goalie's worst nightmare. Mhm. Oh yeah. Is yeah. you you have those redirections. And yeah. It's like Same with hockey.
2: It's hockey the same way. Yeah. You redirect on a on a stick and it goes somewhere else. Yep. So that was the one goal we scored. Um, actually, uh, DQ had two chances to score a goal. He did. Yeah. The first was that kind of kick that hit the crossbar. The second was he tried to chip it. Yep. Now, I I I know what he was trying to do, but if you look at the other players on the field below the goalie, the goalie came out. Came out. He was going to defend DQ, yep. and DQ went to chip it and didn't happen. He had two players down low that he could have passed it to and they would have scored a flipping goal like it would have been easy. Um and it's and, and Jamie Watson talked about it in the broadcast last night after that miss was he is struggling to get his shot right now. D Q is I'm gonna say he's in a slump. And he's kinda got a his it's like his shot's not working like it used to. Sure. He's trying to work himself out of it. And this little chip that he was trying to do was a way to kind of get him back into it. But he really should have done is passed it
0: and let the the ball get in. that happened in the Columbus game a few times, too, where he should have passed and Mm -hmm. he didn't. And I I actually, from my own personal account, uh, on Twitter said, somebody mentioned something about him, and I responded and I said, Hot take. Darwin needs to touch the ball less. Yeah. And it, it's one of those things that even after, you know, last night he had a, a couple good chances. He really did well engineering the offense he did. last night. He did, yeah. Um, but it's still one of those things where he holds possession a lot of times. Not all the time, but a lot mm-hmm. of times. He holds possession a little bit too long. Mm-hmm. And, it you know, he gets his pocket picked a few times. Yep. and. You know, he just runs into a guy bigger than him. And I, it's That's a problem. I think last year when we talked about him scoring goals and then
2: on top of that being able to pass the ball so well, I think his scoring feeds into his passing. So if he's scoring well, he's more likely to do better passing. Sure. Right now he's not scoring well at all. So he's trying to get goals. He's trying to get himself worked up to that, and he can't see past that. He can't see to the fact that he could be helping his team out if he just does some other passes. Right. So he's trying to work himself out of that, and he's running into problems. Now, if he had scored a goal last night, I think we would have seen next game he would have played better and he'd be back on his game. But yeah. now with those two misses last night, we're almost to the point where uh, he's he's in a slump. And yeah. we might suffer because of that. It's possible. And I'd hate to say it about him because we, we praised him all last year. We were DQ, DQ, right. DQ. And now we're seeing kind of the
0: you know and, downfall. Of and it. one of those things about Slumps is he could be suffering from the fact that he's not the guy anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, uh, people are really caught up on Nair. Yes. I mean, people are caught up on the fact that Ozzy has done so well. Yeah, and Ike, uh, Ike. and Ike, mm-hmm. and it, it's like your his supporting cast. Yeah, is not a supporting cast anymore. No, he's it's not. actually there are a few guys that are mm-hmm. level with him, mm-hmm. and it, I think that I could see that being kind of a mental thing where yeah. it's like, well, I'm not even needed as much as I used to be, and that could probably in, lead to a slump, in my opinion.
2: Let's. I'm going to go. Can okay, I always do? I'm going to go to other uh, sports leagues. There are some players, baseball especially, who are on teams and they do great, but their team totally sucks. And they, they go to another team and they're not the top guy anymore. Right. And they don't do as well anymore because they're not the top dog on a bad team right, anymore. Yeah. They can't handle that. And I'm hoping that DQ is not that because his, he's got so much talent Oh yeah. that I would think that he'd be able to rise above it. But the next couple games are going to be interesting because if he does not score in the next couple games, I think as we get further into the season, Heath has to think about going. Do we even start you anymore? Right. You know, are is it best to start you or take you? You know, put you on the bench and have you come in late in the game if we need to score? Right. Um, Which sucks to say because again, we were we were DQ all the way
0: last year and now. It's kind yeah, of in, it's. It, I, I think you're right. I think it's one of those things where sometimes you need to have a break. Yeah, we do. And you just need to be told to sit down. Yeah, and yeah. you know, um, and it sometimes that harms you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. I, I think. I think Heath has been a better, a better player manager than people give him credit for. He has been, yeah. Um, I know a lot of people have complained about his bluntness and his public public shaming, I guess.
2: We talked about this a couple times. I don't mind it one bit.
0: Yeah. I don't mind it one bit. And, you know, I think the team actually seems to respond pretty Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. So, sure, maybe there are some players that don't respond well to that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't think I see evidence of that with us. No. I think no. you know he's he's willing to call players out publicly, which yeah. I personally wouldn't do. But yeah, whatever. Um, I, I think he. It's time that he's going to have to eventually make that decision with yep. Darwin. So
2: we win the game one 0 yesterday. Yeah, and puts us. And if Dave was here, he could tell us what the standings were now. We're fifth.
0: We're fifth now. We. Okay. I actually did my homework. Also. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, thank you. Yes. And without Dave here, we're kind of lost. Um. So we're fifth now. Uh, Next Saturday, we have a game next Saturday.
0: Uh, We have a game Wednesday. Wednesday. That's right. Against Atlanta. Oh, yes. In Atlanta. Mm Oh, yeah. And it's an interesting, that's an interesting game because we're now on the same level as Atlanta. We are. Yep, we are. Which has never happened. (laughs) So that
2: should be an interesting game against Atlanta, and I hope that we could... At least pull off a tie.
0: It'd be nice. We don't we don't have a draw on the road yet this year. Yeah, so it, yeah. it'd be a it'd be a good one. Now Atlanta isn't scoring at all. No, they well, have only I think twelve goals on the season. Well, they lost uh, what's his
2: name in the off season.
0: Yeah, you, you know it's a shock how losing a player can. Yeah, and on top of that, adding a manager that actually isn't really that good. No, but... he's not. He tried to change things up too much. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting. You know if. You know we're in fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we. I, I don't recall that Houston has a midweek game, mm-hmm. and so if we could get a point, we'll slide into fourth. Yeah, it'd be nice um, on goal difference, I believe. And then uh, if we win, we'll overtake Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we've been that high on the table. I don't think we have. Could be wrong. I'm
2: pretty I'm sure we, think we have. Sure uh, so, so we go into we go into this game against Atlanta, and then we kind of have, um, which is why we're kind of might be redoing the podcast a
0: little bit because we have uh, little breaks. Well, we have Philly, and then we have a break. break we have a yeah. weird break. So a winter break because uh, yeah. it's the U.S. Open US Cup U.S. Open break. Cup. Yep, yep. And we don't know what our games are yet. So no,
2: we don't. So I mean, uh, that's why we're kind of you know might be two weeks, might be three weeks. Yeah, we don't know yet. So um, I. I think this is a good time to break. Yeah, I think so, too. And then we we'll are come back from the break, and we we'll are talk about uh, Romario. Right. Who uh, we didn't talk about the first half. He is no longer with the team, and there's reasons behind that. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, we have some uh, USL stuff to talk about, Yeah, Sterling. I think you want to talk about a little lawsuit action.
1: Oh, Twins.
2: Uh, we will talk about the Twins a little bit, even though this is not Gleaming the Geek. We will talk about the Twins because they've been <laughs> hot this year. Um, and Tom is here, and he's a big Twins fan. So we'll talk a little about the Twins just briefly. And then uh, I know this is going to get old, but I do have one thing to say about zombies. Oh, good God. Because we were in Chicago, and something happened in Chicago while we were there about zombies that uh, we were going to have to talk about.
0: Do I know about this? I don't think you do,
2: but oh. uh, it, it's it's zombie-related. So we'll right. talk about well, that a little
0: bit. So then you know, I'd like to... Give an update on Minneapolis City because I am sporting their jersey. You You
2: are having a jersey day. And I want to say about the jerseys, Summit Brewing is a
0: sponsor, and I like
2: that. I do like Their jerseys are pretty fantastic.
0: Yeah, and then, of course, we'll talk a little briefly about Madison. We'll talk about
2: Madison. Uh, We'll give an update uh, about what we're doing down there. We still haven't heard back from the flock about where we're doing our podcast at. Yeah, I think they're they're working on it. They're working on it. They're working on a brewery to uh, do our podcast at. We have our hotel rooms, so at least we're going to yep. be there, and we have a place to stay. Uh, so we'll we need at, our tickets yet. We still need <laughs> our tickets, which which should That's be a problem. But one small one small <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: Which, by the way, they yeah. had record attendance last uh, week. So probably probably We should probably talk about, probably yeah, should should talk get about the getting now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: So uh, come back from the break and talk all about that. Uh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. Big candy. Yeah, it was um, enough beer for me today. I went uh, with uh, Surly First Avenue beer, which is their uh, new ale. I think I've said it in the podcast before. They got rid of Cinecale, which is my favorite Surly beer of all time. I drink that all the time. This is kind of their, I guess, replacement for Cinecale. It's it's okay. It's not Cinecale though. Whatever.
1: Aquafina.
2: And Tom's drinking Aquafina because he doesn't want to drink. Uh, he doesn't want to drink uh, any. Right now, we have neighbors passing by waving at us. Uh, we haven't had any um, sounds yet, though.
0: Right. We're
2: waiting for that one sound to happen. Yeah. During the I
0: I still maintain we're going to get attacked by birds.
2: Well, it could be. It could be. Well, there's no pressure washers. Nobody morning lawns. No dogs. No kids. No yeah, one on the,
1: One in the garage. Here, do you want me to start? No, that's okay. Yeah. We'll
2: we'll we'll pass on that. But uh, uh, before we get into uh, Romario uh, Barata, because we had to talk about him leaving the team. I did want to mention uh, during the last game, we didn't talk about this much, just quickly, I thought that Houston played a little dirty yesterday.
0: Yeah, so I was thinking that myself. Uh, There's an English announcer, Mm -hmm. uh, and I can't think of what his name is anymore. He always referred to fouls as cynical fouls.
2: Cynical fouls, nice.
0: And I was like, this Sounds very English, mm-hmm. uh, and it. I completely agree with that concept that mm-hmm. you can foul someone, mm-hmm. or you can cynically foul someone. Mm-hmm. And it, I think that Houston was doing that yeah. all game. Like it was, it was just kind of like, yeah, I'm not going to catch you, kick your legs out. Yeah, do it. Or I'm upset with you, kick your legs mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I, I agree with
2: that completely. I, uh, watching the game on TV last night, there were a couple times where what I felt was, um, the, my kids are 11 and seven. Yeah. 11 year old always tries to get under the seven year old skin. And I was watching the game last night and I was looking at, uh, was it was Quin, a uh, Quinn, Quinto or Kyoto, Kyoto. Yeah. He was doing that to Angelo
0: during the first half. Oh, wait, you're thinking of someone else.
2: Who am I thinking of? Um, It was... uh, Yeah.
0: Uh, I can't think of his name. Or
2: whatever his name was. uh, He was doing that to Angelo the whole first half. Hugging him. Just being an asshole. And
0: what's crazier is it was never called. No, it was never called. Yeah. Um, There was a couple of replays
2: where they showed... um, Another per, another player on uh, Houston's team putting his whole arms around uh, Finley. Yep. And I get it. There's going to be physical play on free kicks. There's going to be. But hugging a guy is it's yeah. not legal. I'm sorry. Right. You cannot put your hands on his chest. I, it just doesn't work that way. Um, so they were doing that a lot in the first half to kind of get under the skin of United, I think. Yeah. And it worked a little bit because there was the – we talked about on tweets when they were doing that uh, corner kick and they kept stopping it. Right, yeah. Ref would go over to Angelo and be like, hey, knock it off. And Angelo's like, dude, the guy is like holding it. Right, hey, yeah. It's like really – the guy's like well, – and then you watch replay and he's like totally grabbing onto Angelo. And then Finlay came in and totally <laughs> just body slammed his guy into the ground. And then the guy who was getting Angelo got into – Finley's face, and then there was, you know, yeah. kind of a little whatever. Uh, but they were doing that last night, and I I don't like that. I'm not really a big fan of the whole let's be nasty to get under your skin type right. of deal. Um, I haven't watched enough Houston games this year to know if they've been doing that all year, and that's why their defense is so good because they've been able to kind of get under the skin of teams right, right. and do that, and that's what they're trying to do. Um, it reminded me a little bit of the bad boys of uh, the Pistons, the bad boys from the um, late 80s, early 90s, where they got under your skin a lot. And they yep. win games because they got you to play different than what you normally would right, play. Yeah. They would hit you and they would do all these things to you. So I just want to bring that up. Um, it didn't affect the score at all. I think if we had lost, it would have been a bigger deal.
0: Um, but yeah. uh, we won. So yeah, Yeah, exactly.
2: Let's move on to Romario, uh, because interesting situation with Romario Barra. Uh, earlier this week, we found out that he was being uh, loaned out to, to Pachuca Pachuca in Mexico. Um, Which was a shock, by very, the way. big, big I mean, shock. My only thing before all the information came out was, well, they've got too many players in one position, and right. they've got to get rid of one, and he's not starting... And he's got his lineup, and it just makes sense to let him go. Then we find out that because of immigration laws in the United States, he can't get his girlfriend and his kid in the United States to see them, and he's been feeling a little depressed about that. And his play hasn't been at the par because he's been thinking about that. Right. Which makes me think, well, then United did him a favor.
0: Yeah, I I agree completely. I think it's one of those things where... I mean, you can't you can't let those things affect your players. Yeah, and it, soccer is very different. Well, I guess baseball is a little bit similar, mm-hmm. um, where you have a lot of international players mm-hmm. and it, you deal with these immigration yeah. situations all the time. And it, I mean, I can't imagine being in that situation. No. So, you know, I completely agree. I mean, they were. They were very obviously doing him a favor to just, you know, move him on. Move him on. Let him. And uh, he could have been a significant player in our. He could have been. Group, but you know. But it I, just happens
2: again. Uh, in the beginning, I thought we were like, "What? What the hell are they doing? Right? You know, yeah. Why would they do that?" And then when it came out that they had <clears> problems, <throat> I rethought it. And I said, "Well, good for United. Yeah. They made a they made a personal move." Not a business move, a personal player type of move. Right, and it wasn't about money, and it wasn't about you know trying to win you know the championship this year. It was about this guy is feeling bad now, and yeah. because he can't get his, his wife or his girlfriend and kid here, and let's let's do something for him, and right. let him go there. And the other thing too is he's going to get more minutes there. He's going to be I'm sure he's going to be starting there. He'll get potentially get more money after his loan is up right. from their team. He'll be able to grow his uh, his salary a little bit. So, all in all, it hurts us a little bit, but it had to be done.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I think the biggest thing for me was the fact that he's he's versatile. He's not mm-hmm. just a left winger. Yeah, he can play up top. He can play up top. Yeah, and with how kind of sketchy Abu's play is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I get the sense that, you know, that would have been a nice mm-hmm. player to have because I think he's better than Abu. Um, but, you know, it might mean that the the FO is confident that Toy is going to work out. Um, I think another thing with Abu is... He's 23, he's still young-ish, but uh, Jeff Reuter had uh, an article, I think it was on Friday, um, about how maybe the Hertha game was Abu's opportunity to sure. to finally say he's, he's doing here. something. Yeah. And it, he didn't do it. <laughs> no, he didn't. Um, but at the same time, I disagree with Jeff, which is bold because Jeff knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's an issue where Abu's been injured for basically a year. Yeah. So really, in development age, maybe he's only like 21 and a half. Yeah. So he's still, he's behind. If he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. then maybe there's an opportunity that at 24, 25, he's going to work out. Well, and
2: we, we still have Mason Toy. Yeah. Who's playing a lot of minutes with Madison. Yeah. So there's still that going on. So we have forwards. Exactly. We're yeah. we're good to go. Um and from a team standpoint, like I said, it's it's a loss right. for us. But from a personal standpoint, it's a win for everybody, I think. Right. I think so. Because he too. wasn't happy here. Right. Because of the situation. Yeah. And you I don't think want it's good of him. you don't want to keep a guy here who's not happy. Right. You know, and good and good for him. Get get out of here. Go to Mexico, see your girlfriend, see your kid, you know,
0: enjoy a great career, right?
2: And maybe in five years you come back. I don't know.
0: Well, and you know, and that should be pointed out. It's it's a thirteen month loan, so maybe come next summer. Sure, it's a different situation where he can get his girlfriend, or maybe at that point wife. I don't know what happens, but um, he can get them here, Mm -hmm. and everything will work out. It's goodwill for him. Um, it
2: reminds me of uh, there was a player who uh, plays for the A's right now his name's Piscotti, outfielder. and the Cardinals had him and I think his mom was going it was had cancer and he lived out west and his kids Piscotti, yeah, yeah and his kids put a thing into the Cardinals said please trade my dad to the A's his mom is going through sure. cancer the Cardinals did it it wasn't a baseball move. It was a personal move. Right. Biscotti is a, an above-average player. He's not your. He's not a bench guy. Is that? He's a above-average player. The Cardinals could said, "Hey, we don't give a shit. This is baseball. We're doing right. it." But they did it for his mom. I think it was mine. It might have been his hey, somebody else. But the key is they did it as a, a personal move. Right. And that's what United did with Ramar. Exactly. They could have kept him here. Yeah. They could have been assholes about it. We've seen that in, in in sports before, exactly, where guys want to get traded because of certain situations, and they say, oh, "Nope, you're ours." Sorry, right? Um, so it's goodwill, and I would hope that if his loan is out and he goes somewhere else, maybe down the road he comes back, right? You know, and says, "Hey, you guys treated me great. I'm going to come back for a season or two at the end of my career or whatever." Right? Um, but uh, it was it was a nice move by United to do that. Um. Let's move on to USL talk because you want to talk about there was a lawsuit between USL and UPS UPSL. UPSL.
0: So it's interesting because you don't see these a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's a trademark dispute. Uh, United Soccer League sued um, United. uh, Sorry, it's yes, United Premier Soccer League is what UPSL stands for, um, claiming that. It was a trademark infringement, Mm -hmm. um, and then also that they were uh, claiming that they were better than USL. What? So – That was part of the lawsuit? They were better? So this is – it actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, The argument, first of all, is, well, United Premier Soccer League and United Soccer League, they're pretty similar. Mm -hmm. United Soccer League has been around longer. So the fact that UPSL made their name the way it is is infringing on USL's trademark. That argument, you know, holds weight. But then the the argument of um, they added that the same colors. What? So it's red, white, and blue, which doesn't work too well because basically all U.S. leagues are red, white, and blue. In fact, I'm pretty sure all U.S. leagues are red, white, and blue. So
2: UPSL... Took red, white,
0: and blue as well? Yeah. But so is MLS. So is NASL. Yeah. So I, is NFL, NBA. The the argument is that they want you to take it as a whole. So it's okay. like, well, so their name's similar. Yes. Yeah, their true. colors are similar. hmm So as a whole, it makes sense. Mm. Um, and then the final point is that they claim to be better. So the word premier sure, is what the sure. issue is. So USL says, look. We're obviously better than UPSL. Mm-hmm. We've been around for decade, more than that, I think. Yeah, um, we are the second division, the only second division in U.S. soccer. Techn- yeah, well, and UPSL to- is fourth division. Yeah, um, we have TV deal with ESPN. Mm-hmm. We're obviously better than them. Yep. So the the argument is that not only are they Taking our name, they're adding premiere to it to mm-hmm. basically make it mislead people to think that they're is, better. They're Premier. yes. So yes. that's that's the whole claim. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to think of an example of what that would be. And it it would be kind of like Burger King mm-hmm. and then a burger joint starts up and goes national and they're called Better Burger King. Like, yeah, I couldn't yeah, think yeah, of yeah. anything else. Yeah, yeah. And it, so it's like the term, the name Burger King is trademarked mm-hmm. if it's done properly. Mm-hmm. So there'd be that questionable, you know, link there. Yeah. But the fact that they're trying to mislead people by saying that their burgers are better than Burger King's, that would be the case. Uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting one. IP lawsuits are pretty hard to win at the same time. This one, I think, has some pretty good, yeah. pretty good clout to it. Yeah, it does. Um, just yeah. being how similar everything is. Yeah, but it, it's it's interesting. It's kind of sparked a debate about. So is USL doing this mm-hmm. because they actually think it's a trademark dispute, or is USL doing this because UPSL is so big? Like as far as their scope of their league goes, yeah. They have, Ten times more teams. Number of teams, yeah. Uh, but they're obviously amateur. Yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting. It sparks the debate of, well, USSF is kind of sketchy. Mm-hmm. They favor certain leagues over others. Mm-hmm. You know, is USL getting preferential treatment and a mm-hmm. little scared of the grassroots? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's intriguing. It'll be interesting to see what happens.
2: But I think we have uh, in broader picture here I think we have a, a bigger problem on the lower leagues of soccer in the United States anyways Well, right. I think there's the leagues are they fight against each other we don't know who's who and what what the hell is going on yep. I think as a whole uh, United States Soccer Association wherever that is needs to come and say well MLS this one this one this one this is where you guys are at Right. there is no others if you want to be another one fantastic but you're not part of us so we need to have more of a, a tiered program sure and it's so tough right now because like madison they're
0: in they're in the you know it's the npsl it, right yeah it's right?
2: something like that yeah but they're like they're two no tiers. they're
0: they're in usl2
2: but they're two tiers down yeah right and i look at it and i go this is just confusing as all hell right. You don't know where teams are at. You don't know what's going on. Right. You know MLS, but after that, it's like, what? What are we doing?
0: Right. You know. And it. And that. And that's. That's right. It's. You know, a team like Minneapolis City is. Yeah. NPSL. Mm-hmm. And then a team like, uh, Forward Madison is USL Two. Yes. But then there's USL One, mm-hmm. and there's USL Championship. Uh huh. Yeah. And it. You're right. It's.
2: It's confusing. Yeah. And what's Duluth? Duluth is in the same league as Minneapolis City, aren't they? Yes. Yes, Yes. they are. Um, It's confusing as all hell. So, from your point of the the lawsuits against each other, I'm kind of thinking, what does it matter? Everybody's all screwed up, anyways. Right. Nobody knows what's going on.
0: Yeah.
2: MLS is the top. Who gives a shit if you think that USL or UPL, whatever it is, Who cares?
0: Yeah, and I even said on Twitter, I was like, "It's it's petty." It's very. I mean, petty it's not. Yeah. I mean, sure they have an argument, but it's petty. It's I mean, petty it's stuff. just
2: yeah. Uh, so petty stuff going on and lawyers and whatever, which almost all legal arguments are petty. And it's annoying, is what yeah. it is. Um, let's talk about something not annoying because Tom's here. Yeah we have talked to talk about the Minnesota Twins. We are not Gleaming the Geek, okay? Gleaming the Geek right. has been around for a long time. I based this podcast off of Gleaming the Geek, um, but they are the godfathers of podcasts. We are not, but Tom is here, so we're going to talk about the Minnesota Twins. Tom? Yes? It's all you, buddy. Minnesota Twins this year. It's been...
1: been just a fantastic year. Yeah. It's hard to describe, actually. No one ever expected this.
2: Well, the home run situation. I mean, they're gonna—they could potentially break the record for home runs this year. But
1: if they actually pitching can hold up, yeah, they got a very strong
2: team. They do have a strong team. I mean,
1: you, when you let, one of their best hitters hasn't played in a week and a half, yeah, they, and he probably could.
2: Nelson Cruz, yeah, yeah, um, one through nine. This team. Is dangerous. Every player in their lineup is a very dangerous hitter. get a home run. get a home run. Uh, Jorge Polanco is having a breakout season. Uh, Yep. Uh, Buxton has finally turned it around. Max Kepler has continued his growth. CJ Crone came in and has been hitting the uh, Uh, cover off the ball. Uh, Rosario, what can you say about Rosario? He's himself. He's himself. Jonathan Scope had a bad year last year. He's come here and he's. Kind of picked it up. Um, there's not a bad uh, player on this one through nine lineup. Their starting pitching has been great. The only problem I have with, and I've told you this numerous times, Tom, is the is the bullpen. And uh, their bullpen has to hold up. They got to make. They're gonna have to make a. They're gonna pick up some guy up or make a trade at some. I'm point. more
1: concerned about starting than the bullpen.
2: Mm. I'm not concerned about starting pitching because of um, Barrios and Gibson. And um, who's that one? Pineda. Uh, who's the guy? Who's the left hander they got? Um,
1: I'm starting today.
2: What's his name? Uh, lefty. They got
1: Odorizzi.
2: from Odorizzi Well Oh, it already has been great. But the left hander they got um, from Texas. What's his name? Did oh, they,
1: Martin Perez.
2: Martin Perez. Uh, what I told you about earlier in the season. Remember I told you when they picked the guy up. Yeah. They said. They found something in his in his pitching style. He wasn't turning his hips enough. And they had him turn his hips now, and he has added three or four miles per hour in his fastball now. And he's gotten rid of his slider and put a cutter in.
1: And makes his slow pitches. seem mm-hmm. to Right. That's
2: right. We haven't seen a twins team like this ever.
1: After we're done here, in fact, I'm gonna go watch them. I've never it's been years since I've actually wanted. I'll yeah. sit there and watch the Twins game and doze off. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean it's we think about it, Tom, I mean from your you've watched Twins since the since they were here. Yes. Right? And so you go back to the days of Harman Kilbrew, Rod Carew, Tony Oliva, Bob Allison hitting home Harman Kilbrew hitting home runs, yes. right? But you've never seen a team as a whole hit as many home runs as they've no. had now. It's always been like one or two players hitting a lot of home runs, but this year, it's no, been, everybody's, everybody has hitting home runs, which is amazing.
1: And it's just not the fact they're not just the home runs that are just barely going over the fence. Mm. I mean, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They hit them. Yeah. They're, they're 400, 450 feet.
2: And, Every uh, one of them. I, of course, have been a Twins fan since the 80s. Uh, I was the uh, 87 team, Gaiety, uh Herbeck. Uh, Kirby those guys hit home runs but the whole team as a whole did not no Uh, Lampardosi and Gagne did not hit a lot of home runs Tim Laudner did he hit 16 that year but I look at this team and I go everybody in the lineup 1 through 9 can hit one out
1: everyone 1 through 9 should have 20 home runs or. they
2: should which is amazing to me yeah and we have a new uh, manager Uh, we have Rocco yeah uh, we all thought he was going to be you and I talked when they picked Rocco up we were like "What's he, what kind of manager is going to be is he going to be great is he going to be is he going to be a uh, player guy is he going to be going to change things up and I think what Rocco's done is he's been a player guy and said you guys go out and hit the way you want to hit we very got, analytical very analytical we got Rolson who's our hitting coach and he's been fantastic um, and he's made some he's done some things with the bullpen and everything like that yeah He has been on point through this point of the year. I mean, we're one-fourth of the way through the season right now. And the Twins are what? Are they six games? Are they nine games? I think they're nine games up now on Cleveland.
1: Nine.
2: Nine games up on Cleveland at this point in the season, which is amazing. You know? So this can maybe, Tom, this can maybe wipe away our uh, bad taste from all the last couple Vikings years that we've and had. And
1: then it all off, the Vikings win the Super Bowl.
2: Well, let's not go, no, let's let's not, don't do that. You, Since you and I first met almost 20 years ago, we've been Vikings fans, right? Always you and I, I have been little. up, we've been down we watched games together. Some
1: of us here aren't. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> sure.
2: let's not talk about Sterling as a Pac-Man. But we watched, Tom, we watched games together. We've been up. We've been down. We watched the, the Miracle, the New Orleans one that I almost died on your floor here yeah. because it was such a great play. Um, but we can't trust the Minnesota Vikings. You know that. I, you know that. We watched so many games where we can't trust them.
1: Well, at least I got to see four Super Bowls. You <laughs> did, and they
2: lost the whole They lost every day damn yeah. one of them. The Twins are our only hope.
1: Oh, well,
2: that's right. They won 87-91. This could be their year. Um, twins and the Lynx. And the Lynx, yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. They ever won last night. They did, they did. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the Twins have been... It's funny. Last year, I think I watched... I didn't watch many Twins games because they were kind of up and down. And, of course, the Loons have come in and been my summertime uh, thing now. But really? they're only once or twice a week. The Twins used to be my summertime. That was all I watched. But this year has been tough because I got Loons, I got Twins who are just red hot. It's, it's going to be – there's potential to be a great summer in Minnesota for soccer and baseball. And it's going to be tough to, uh, to go back and forth between the two. I mean, it's you know, could I, be a greater fall. It could, it could, be. Yeah, we could have, we could have loons in the playoffs, twins in the playoffs. We could be. Are oh, uh, you
1: waiting for a hockey start? <laughs> oh god! <laughs>
2: he doesn't even have a hockey team in in Wisconsin. Come on!
0: And the wild aren't worth cheering for. So. No, they're not. He uh, does have the Bucks, though. That's true. Come on. This is ridiculous.
2: Johnny keeps texting. Andruski, if you're going to listen to this podcast in about a day or two, don't text during the podcast. Uh, uh. Jiminy, Christmas. If you want to be on the podcast, then be on the podcast. Right here. And be here.
0: Right. You
2: know? A couple, well, well how many podcasts ago? Well, it was Christmas time. I got to be on the podcast more.
0: And we said, okay.
2: And we said, come on, on. Do it. There no, on no. Haven't seen you since, buddy. I haven't no. seen you
1: since. No, I even feel good. I got my few sets in.
2: There you go. So, we got Twins Talk here. We did. Yes. Again, not going to take away from Gleaming the Geek because they are the kings of Twins Talk. We are the soccer guys. We're not the Twins guys. Right. I could be a Twins guy, but I choose not to be. We chose to go into soccer, which didn't have much... Right, out. and I wouldn't have been no, absolutely he was, useless. You would have, you, you would have sucked at yes. twin stock. It was it was a bad deal. Right, and now we can go to soccer where you're great and I'm kind of I'm a fan, and that's that. It's fine. Um, so before we get out of here, I know we we've talked about zombies the last uh, three podcasts. Yes, now, but. I have to talk about it once more. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because it happened in Chicago when we were there. They have uh, zombie raccoons in Chicago. Um, they're called zombie raccoons because they have some sort of disease that makes them stand on their hind legs and uh, put their arms up like this and walk towards people. In it's Chicago. In Chicago. Right. Right. And if it was like in Omaha, I wouldn't have talked about it. But it was, we were there. We were just in Chicago right. talking about zombies, and they have zombie raccoons.
0: It's odd. Which, actually, you go back two episodes. Yeah. And we talk about... Or was that last episode? When we talked about the animals not being able to become zombies. That
2: was two. That was Thunderwall guys. They were I'm saying, saying yeah. They were saying the animals could not become yeah. zombies. So now we know... That of they can't. The CNN. That they can't. That they can. Exactly right. We don't know if they're taking the L, though. I don't think they're on the L yet. When you
0: talked about last podcast. I mean, podcast. if they're walking on the hind legs, they're only a step away.
2: They could just go up
0: there and put a ticket in, yep. and they'd be good to go. I'm telling you. They have opposed they, they do. They do. I so see they them can around. They can do everything. do anything.
2: Um, but the only reason I brought it up is because it was in Chicago. We were there uh, two weeks ago. Um, don't forget
1: about your quarterback.
2: Yeah. Oh, it, it, we're, no more zombie talk. Sterling's got an uh, announcement. I'm sure you guys have already heard. Sterling is a big Packer fan, so there was a big um, uh, death today. Yeah. Here are the Packers. Third down, inches to go. To Bader, seventeen to fourteen. Cowboys out in front. Packers trying for the go-ahead score. Star begins the count. Takes the snap. He's got the quarterback. He's he to down and the Packers are out in front.
0: To and 13 on the, clock and the Green Bay Packers are going to be world champion, NFL champion for the third year. You know, People it's unfortunate that uh, Bart Starr mm-hmm. passed away today, mm-hmm. eighty five. Uh sixteen seasons with the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh MVP of the first two Super Bowls. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, obviously incredible career considering that no one cared about quarterbacks back then at that point yes so it's it's pretty incredible um uh, obviously i didn't get to see him play
2: no but uh tom did yes not in person but on tv right tom? many times yeah and Barth star was a very good quarterback was he not very very good quarterback mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um of and, course not as good as Fran tarkington
0: well those are <laughs> potentially fighting words <laughs>
2: I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. kidding. That's debatable.
0: <laughs> but, but you know, yeah, you know, I heard a lot about my yeah. dad. Obviously, got to watch him play, um, and uh, he's obviously always been very active in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And uh, he stuck you know, around.
2: He stuck around Green Bay. Yeah, you know, uh,
0: Bre- Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers were both very good friends of him. Mm-hmm. So it's always been interesting to kind of. See him and know that he's a part of the organization. And sure. It's, it's, sure. it's going to be, you know, it's it's not necessarily sad for me. Because I don't see him really. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be sad for a lot of Packer fans who got to experience him.
2: But the history of the NFL uh, those two Super Bowls, Bart Starr was a big part of that. Right. Um, and he, best quarterback in the beginning of the Super Bowl era. Right. That's that deal.
1: The biggest funeral this city's ever going to have is when Sithard passes away. Let's not talk about Sid Hartman. <laughs> about right. Sid Hartman. Jeez. Which is, is
0: is that ever going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. Don't think so. <laughs>
1: but but guys, I look the at guys like he's invincible. Yeah, <laughs> he's like one of them zombie. <laughs> he is. A, yeah, he might be a zombie actually.
2: <laughs> but I look at Bart Starr and the the Packers, and I say, you know, they had Bart Starr for a long time, and then they got Brett Favre, and then they have Aaron Rodgers. You guys, like, it's like QB central in Green Bay, man. Yeah. It probably won't happen after Aaron. Well, well, you had Don McCall Magic, Magic Don McCall, Magic Man, Magic Man. You had him for a while. Um, So I look at him and going, you know, Bart Starr was kind of the start of the 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 great quarterbacks in Green Bay. Uh, Again, even though I'm not a Packer fan, and well, I I despise the Packers. I'm a Vikings fan. uh, Bart Starr, of course, was. You know, he started the whole Super Bowl right. era. Yeah, uh, he yeah. won those two Super Bowls. He's in the Hall of Fame. Um, he'll be greatly missed, I'm sure, in Green Bay, For sure. uh, and even in uh, I think in Minnesota too. I think there's some there's some people here who aren't Packer fans necessarily, but watched him play. Right, and it's a great quarterback gone.
0: Right, yeah. You know, it's a giant of the mm-hmm. NFL history. That mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's the way it goes. Unfortunately,
2: yeah, it's uh, it's a sad, It's so crazy to see some of these uh, older players in sports yeah. passing away. Um, and of course, we were not the age yet. Were guys that we were grew up with, right? You yep. know, but it, it's tough to see your childhood. I'm sure there's guys in Green Bay who were, their childhood was Bart Starr, and right. him passing is a big. A big thing for them, right? Uh, kind of like when like we talked about before the podcast, Kirby Puckett dying for me, even retiring was a very sad day for me because he was part right. of my part of my youth. You know, so I, I think for you, probably, be um, well, Paul Molitor,
0: yeah, yeah, Robin yeah. Yount, yep, probably. And it, um, I had mentioned before Reggie White. Reggie White, um, yeah, you know, one. I got to I got to see his last game.
2: Oh, nice! Yeah. Um,
0: in person in Lambeau, so mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, and his was a kind of a surprising death. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, but definitely in terms of others, Molitor and yell yeah. would be big ones. Yeah,
2: because they play. Uh, Guys like that play a huge part in your in, in your childhood when you're a when you're a sports fan. Right. When you're watching baseball. You as a Bruce fan back in the late 80s, early 90s. Me as a Twins fan back in the late 80s, early 90s. Those guys were I mean they were your team. Those were those right. were your guys, yeah. you know. As you get older, you don't think about them as much like that anymore. Right, yeah. But when you're young, you always Think about that, and that's right. why I get told you I, I cried when Curry Puckett retired from his glaucoma because that was the guy I went to see when I went to right. a baseball game. I was there to see Curry Puckett Ken Herbeck, Guyetti. Those guys again will be like that and for you, Robin Young and Paul Molitor, probably the same way. And that's right. why
1: I've so, let kind of watch the football Hall of Fame every year. Yeah, because just like these old players, just you see them all there, and just think the following year ones that have passed away since then.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I mean exactly. for Tom, for you, I mean Alan Page. I've seen most of them. Fran Tarkington. Those guys I've when they pass when they pass away, I mean those to be big for you. I mean uh it's it's a sad it's
1: The biggest one I ever met was Will Chamberlain.
2: You that's right, you oh, met Will
1: Chamberlain. Wow, that's cool. I was in the Philadelphia airport flying into the service. I was standing around lost, I turned around, I looked up. <laughs> I looked up. I looked up, and this big guy looks down at me and he says, "You know, a lot of people do that."
2: Well, now did he have? I've asked this before, Tom. Did he have like a couple of girls with
1: him at the time? No, it just it just Will. As yes, he was
2: known to be like, yeah, he, was he was a big was, player. Yeah, you know.
1: but I, I definitely couldn't uh, not miss him. Well,
2: Tom, you're like what five six? Yeah, five seven. Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> Will Chamberlain, God Jiminy Jesus. Christmas. I used to up at and up and Yeah, up and up. weren't you in the, you were in the army at that time, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. meeting, I,
1: was going, I was going to boot camp.
2: That's right. <laughs> nice meeting guys like that. Um, I've never had a situation before. I, I guess I mean meeting Will Chamberlain. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I've never met a player. Like Will Chamberlain before I, Marty Cordova, the twins I met once. Right. Um, but other than that, I think about it and I go, "Wow, it's to meet Will Chamberlain." And think about it now, it's like, "Holy shit!"
0: Right. You know, and
2: yeah. be like, "That'd be like you meeting uh, Reggie White." Right. You're at a mall in uh, Green Bay or wherever, and Reggie White's standing there. Right. You know, I, for me, it'd be like me meeting Curry Puckett at right. a bar somewhere. My last yeah.
1: statement of the day. Years back, I was still in the Army. I went to New York City for a weekend. I went to Yankee Stadium. And Mickey Mantle just broke his leg. And he just came back, he pinch hit, and he had a pinch hit home run and limped around the bases. Let's see. I'll never forget that.
2: I, it's Again, it's, it's, yeah. it's crazy that uh, Tom, with Chamberlain and Mantle, seen these things. Right, And I think about those guys, and I go, those are legends of the game.
0: Right, yep.
2: And I look at me now and the guys I watched growing up, especially in baseball. Well, Puckett was a legend, but in our time of baseball, it was the steroid era.
0: Right, so exactly. All the,
2: a lot of those guys are kind of, they're asterisks next to your names. Right. Maguire, the Consecos, Sosa, Raphael, Sosa Rafael Palmeiro, I, all those guys. Yep. and It's like... I saw Conseco hit home run. Well, yeah, he's on steroids. Yeah. You know, it's kind, of, it's kind of a bad deal for us.
0: Right. You yeah. And, you know, people that are a little bit younger than us, mm-hmm. when it comes to football, mm-hmm. they're in the era of we can't harm the quarterback. So right. you've got these quarterbacks that have huge numbers. You have these wide yep. receivers right. that have huge numbers because mm-hmm. their quarterbacks can't mm-hmm. be touched. That's right. And it's, yeah, it's different now. It's different. Yeah. It's totally,
2: it's... So what Tom is talking about is the golden age of all sports in the United States. Yeah. I think it was football, basketball, baseball, even hockey. That was the golden age when things started coming about, and the players that you saw were larger than life. Right. I mean, Will Chamberlain, Mickey Mantle, larger than life guys. Where I would have loved to see play. Right. Mantle, I, Roger, even Roger Maris, I would have loved to see the guy play. You know, but. Not anymore. Now we're we're stuck, the, uh, <laughs> we're stuck in the era we're in and out and right. we like soccer.
0: Right. You know? so we we're get to relegated see, to soccer. We
2: get to see DQ play. So, right. right. So you don't even wait. That's the other thing, too. Is um, Before we go, I want to say that Tom has been a fan of our podcast since the day we started. And he listened to it every episode he listens to. But he does not like soccer at all. I think he just listens because he likes hearing our voices.
0: I've been told I have a good voice.
2: <laughs> that's,
1: that's that's the main reason. You you guys you guys blend so well. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly right. Exactly right.
2: So if we can get a guy who doesn't like soccer to listen to our podcast. Well right, yeah. well Oh anybody can listen to it. Yeah, you know. But well so uh,
0: um, uh before we go we should mention Madison yeah, and we'll Minneapolis.
2: Mention, um so uh Minneapolis
0: City. Yep. You know, they uh they just uh beat Dakota Fusion two uh, one, um, they're at Augsburg now. I think we had had this conversation a few episodes ago, about yeah. whether or not they were up here and well, in Northwest they w- or not,
2: I thought they were in Osseo for a while. Were they? They not were last year. For, yeah. Last year, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So now they're they're in Augsburg. Augsburg. Okay. Um, and we already mentioned that their their kits are fantastic. They are um, good looking kits. So if. You want to support some grassroots soccer mm-hmm. um, they're a good option uh, Madison obviously we've discussed that we're going there we'll but be there. Um, you know they've had a pretty good run of um, play they mm-hmm. won the second round of the US Open Cup against El Paso locomotive yes. 3-0 yes uh, goals from uh, Toyama Toyama big uh, Diaz and Michaud. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy about that game is El Paso literally dominated possession. They had yeah. like 70, I 70, heard. I think 4% or something like that. I heard, yeah. I mean, it was just incredible, but yet somehow Madison had like seven shots on goal mm-hmm. to El Paso's two. Um, so it was, you know, that's a pretty cool game. Uh, they obviously got destroyed by a hair to 0 four zero. Um, but now Wednesday, they're playing round three against St. Louis. Yep. And it, it brings me to a wonder, could we possibly play them? I don't... I because get, they're our affiliate, I, can I've they? i thought about it, and I think there's a
2: possibility, but I don't know if it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the U.S. Open Cup works. Yeah. Um, but I, I would think being our affiliate, we couldn't, even if it happened.
2: Yeah, well, but I, I don't know. I, I guess I I don't know the rules.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, but so they're in round three. Uh, obviously, MLS teams come in, in round four. So yep. if they make it past St. Louis, then they're they're good to go. Nice, uh,
2: good, nice get for them. I mean, going if they got to round four, it'd be great for them. Yeah, um, I'd be very excited. Uh, before we talk about any more about uh, Madison, I want to say, please listen to let let me be forward their podcast. Yes, yeah. Uh, they do a great job. Listen to many of their episodes; those yep. guys rule. Um, we'll be down in Madison. I'm hoping that they might be at the game, and we can chat with them a little. Yeah, bit. it'd be kind of cool. Right? It'd be kind of cool to see them. Uh, we're gonna. Hit them up, I'm gonna hit them Twitter and be like, "Hey, you guys want to meet up for a drink before the game? Just yeah. chat about your podcast and our podcast." And um, and they they are great. I, they they do a great job. They get a lot of players on and. They're awesome. Yeah,
0: I've enjoyed listening to mm-hmm. them.
2: Uh, so, yeah, we'll be in Madison in three weeks. Uh, who, are they, who are they playing that weekend? We uh, it's Tucson. Tucson. Okay. Yep. So we'll be there. Uh, we're doing a podcast uh, before the game uh, at a location to be determined by the flock.
0: Yep. I requested one barrel. Mm-hmm.
2: Which makes the beer for, yes. yeah, for them. So we'll see what um, happens. Uh, we are staying at the Howard Johnson's. Uh, right up Hojo's. The road. Hojo's. right up the road. Free uh, hot and cold breakfast buffet. That's, All right, that's the get. Yeah, it's so. good
0: that it's hot. Yeah, and they have those, a bar. And those there's continental a, ones are. Yeah, man. they suck.
2: And they have a bar in the in the. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I make sure. I always make sure when I get a hotel, there's a bar there. Yep. And it's hot and if I get hot and cold breakfast, that's a plus. Yeah.
0: That. And they were cheap. It as long cheap. as they have Beam, I'll be good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big Beam fan, but I need to at least yeah. have bourbon.
2: Yeah. So we're. Uh Dave, David, and myself are road tripping down there on Friday. Uh, we'll be out Friday night. We'll be out there. Uh, Saturday, of course, with the podcast. And then, of course, Saturday night, got the game. then we'll come I home. mean,
0: saying that we get tickets.
2: Right. Well, I think we can get tickets.
0: We should be able to. You know, Stevens— It'd be pretty funny if we didn't, though.
2: Well, now, Stevens is really good at the secondary market. I don't know okay. if you know this. But Stevens has, like, got, like— I think he's got, like, four or five different apps that he just—he's always— Oh. Checking that's why he always says wait till the last minute because he's got numerous apps going on and he's like oh this tickets now this sure. price you know so he's great at the secondary market he bought our tickets for Chicago and got them for very good prices. Not that so you I'm sure, we'll be there possibly. If not, we'll just look through the fence. Right, we'll stand by the fence and just you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I do have to get a when we get down there Friday. I do have to go to their store and get a shirt or something.
0: Yeah, you don't have anything
2: yet. Not anything yet. I thought about ordering it online, but then I saw the um,
0: time it takes to get here, and I'm like, well, there's not enough time now to get Yeah, here. you know, it's interesting. I'd, um, I'd really like to reach out to them and see why the processing time is so long. Well, I'm sure it's because they are. it's not small
2: there. It's got to go yeah. somewhere else, and whatever. So I think on Friday, we'll head down there, and I'll pick up a shirt or something. I might get a jersey, potentially. Their goalie. The pink one? No, the goalie ones.
0: Oh. Pink ones and reds.
2: I like the pink ones, but I like the golden ones. And I pick up a jersey um, and wear it on a Saturday, of course, uh, with my United hat. And so I United, and then we do the Madison thing. It'd be a nice little combo. Uh, but we'll be there. Uh, if anybody's listening to this podcast, I know Latini guys are going to be down there, yep. um, and there might be some other supporters groups listen who might be down there. And we we will announce where we're going to be at as soon as we know where we're going to be at. We will announce it on Twitter. Right, and Facebook, just like we you always do. Like we always do. And uh, the timing of it, um, it'll probably be whenever that brewery opens. Um, so we, again, everybody can come and watch us do our thing and yep. be on the podcast and say some things. Um, I think I, I think we're done. I think, I think we are too. Yeah. Tommy, anything else I'll say?
1: I don't believe so.
2: All right. Go Twins. Of course. Go Twins. That's right. So... Uh, Again from Tom and Jan's garage, I want to thank uh, yeah I want to thank Tom and Jan for letting us over here. Uh, we do have of course sponsors to talk about once again because every episode now we have sponsors. I want to say thanks to our sponsor Golden Gold press the best choice for you to get custom shirts, hats, mugs and other items for just yourself or your organization. check out their amazing products at a fraction of the price of other places at goldengoldpress.com. Also thanks to Roughneck Scarves, official scarf suppliers to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Of course, you can find us everywhere. We're on iTunes, uh, Spotify, (coughs) anywhere you get a podcast, you can find us at. Um, For myself, Tony Pervenanzi. For David Sterling and for Dave Stevens, who is on location somewhere in the outback of Australia, we'll see you guys in three weeks. See you later.
1: Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com.
2: Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10%
1: off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.